What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air date is June 16th, 1944, and the title is Candlelight. Let's get into it, and thanks for listening. faithful Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear, from out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Hurry, big fellow. I'm Silver. Every evening, as darkness gathered, Jim Granger watched his wife Abigail solemnly light a candle and place it in the window of the small house so its gleam could be seen far out on the plain. 
For the past few months, the simple ceremony brought a tightening around Jim's heart. Finally, he said, Abigail, it's been five years now. Just a minute, Jim. Getting dark outside. I want to light the candle. Honey, don't you sometimes think that Jack would have come home by this time if, if he could? I mean... There, that does it. Uh, what were you saying, Jim? Well, it's five years since Jack went to the army. I know it, Jim. It's been a long time. Well, don't you sometimes think... Well, uh, there were a lot of boys killed in the Southern Army. Jim, do you think our boy was killed? Well, I, that is... He I... wasn't, Jim. I know he wasn't. Abigail, you've said that all these years. When Jack went away, I promised to keep a light in the window till he came home. I'm going to do it, Jim. All right, dear. I know it's been a long time, a mighty long time. But, Jim, I... Well, it's hard to tell you how I feel about it. But I think if I gave up hope, I wouldn't care about going on. I understand, honey. Many a boy has returned home after a long time. There's so many things that might have delayed him. He might have been sick. Uh, sure, if... Abigail, I understand. You'll just keep that candle burning. Jack is alive, Jim. I know he is. And someday he'll come home. And when he does, he'll see the candle lighten his path. On the plains, three horsemen traveled slowly toward a campsite. Suddenly, the leader, whose face was masked, reined up. Reined up. Oh, boy. Who's coming? Who's coming? Easy, big fella. What matter? Look at that house, Tonto. The Granger house. That candle is still lighted. Ah. That's strange. Barlow went after Jack. He should be home. Who? An old couple named Granger live in that house, Dan. Their son left for the army five years ago. Mrs. Granger's kept a lighted candle in the window ever since. For five years? Yes. She was the only one who felt that Jack was still alive. She was right. He is alive. Then why didn't he come home? He was injured. He lost his memory. Oh, golly, that's tough. I found the man I think is Jack Granger working in Parkersville. His best friend, Bryant Barlow, lives near here, and I spoke to Barlow about Jack. What did he say? And he was going to Parkersville and make sure we had the right man. It would be a shame to disappoint the old people. That's why I went to Barlow instead of the parents. Barlow promised to find out. Yes, I know he did, Tonto. I wonder if he went to Parkersville. Maybe fellow there, not Jack Granger. Yeah, we're going to find out. Did you say the name was Granger? Well, yes, Dan. Why? Is he a white-haired old man with a white mustache? Where did you see him? Why, he was in town today. I saw him selling a diamond to the banker. Golly, I was sorry for him. He looks so old and worried. Selling a diamond, huh? Yes, a ring. I guess he sold a lot of things to the banker. I suppose he's hard-pressed after all these years with no income. It sure would be great if Jack could be brought back to his folks. Is he all right? All right. I mean, can he earn a living? He's got a job in Parkersville, and he can get one here. The only trouble is that he remembers nothing prior to the time he was struck on the head by a falling timber. Not even who he was? No. He was trapped in a fire. All identification was lost. Oh, golly. How'd you ever manage to locate him? It's a long story. Luck played a big part. Oh. We'll save the details for a campfire powwow. Right now, that candle. I'm going to call him, Mr. Granger. You and Tata wait here. Come on, Silver. 
Jim, someone at the door. Well, likely someone wanting to know the way to town. Stay there, Abigail. I'll see who it is. I'll close this door so you won't feel the draft, honey. I sure hope Abigail never finds out the truth. Brian, I... Oh, you're not Brian. You're masked. Granger, I came to speak to you about your son. Shh, not so loud. Wait a minute. I'll step outside. All right. You walk a few steps away from the house so Abigail won't hear us talking. Sure. The last time Bryant was here, I asked him to send you personally so as I could talk to you. I didn't think he'd do it. Bryant told you about me? Yes. And what I knew about your son? Uh, I still can't believe it. And look, stranger, I've got some cash for you, but it isn't as much as the last time. It's all I could get. The jewels are all gone now. Cash? Please take it and go away. Just a minute, Granger. I know what you'll say. You could get a lot of money from some of the leaders who want to learn the name of the man that turned traitor. But I'm begging you not to do it. Turn traitor? Granger, I came here tonight to see why that candle still burns in your window. The same reason it always has. Abigail lives in the hope that Jack's alive. If she knew the truth, he... She wouldn't want to go on living. You've mistaken me for someone else. Well, didn't you talk to Brian Barlow? Yes, and I told him that his old friend Jack Granger had not been killed in the war. I told him Jack was alive and living in the West. No, you don't mean that. He was injured in the war and lost his memory. Brian was going to go after him and bring him home. Then you're not the one that, that Brian has been paying money to to say nothing about Jack? Jack was never a traitor. But, but Brian said... We'll take he... care of Barlow. Listen, Granger, say nothing about this. There might be a mistake. It might not be your son, but I think it is. But who are you? How much have you given Barlow? Hundreds of dollars. And he told you he was paying the money to some man as a price for silence? Yes. This man had proof that Jack turned traitor and was killed. And you wanted to keep that fact from your wife. I see. But, but you Granger, told me... when did you last see Bryant Barlow? Well, a week ago. And you haven't seen him since? No, but he generally calls around this time of the month for, for money. Granger... Keep your money and keep your chin up. I'll be back. Oh, now, steady. Easy, big fellow. Easy. What you find out, Kim Masabi? Hello. We have something to do. Now? Yes, Dan. Bryant Barlow hasn't kept his word. Him not go after Jack? No, he doesn't want Jack found. He doesn't? Why not? Because it would spoil his game. He's made Granger think there's proof that Jack died as a traitor. Why, that... Granger right. sold his jewels to keep that proof from Jack's mother. That's why that candle still burns in the window. What we do? I'm going after Jack. Not good. I'll cross the mountain instead of going around it. That'll save about 20 miles to Parkersville. Aren't we going with you? No, Dan. You and Toto have work to do. Oh. Now, what we do? Watch Barlow's house. See that Barlow doesn't have a chance to collect more money from Mr. Granger. We sure will. Won't we, Toto? Uh, we do it. When will you be back? As soon as possible. Probably the day after tomorrow. You know where Barlow lives, don't you, Toto? Uh, me know. And I'll meet you in camp. Mont Silver. Toto and Dan Reed headed for the Barlow house without realizing the peril that threatened. Inside, Scar Tanner and Butch Larson were discussing Bryant Barlow. I told him a dozen times he was a fool to waste time on old man Granger. Well, Scar, it was sort of a personal matter with Barlow. He wanted to bust Granger. He sure is doing it. Yeah. 
You see, Barlow knew Granger back in Tennessee. Oh, he did? And he always resented the fact that the Grangers had money, jewelry, and servants, and he didn't have. Oh, sort of like them feuds we hear about. Yeah, sort of. And now Barlow's got most of the cash and Granger's jewels. Get your gun handy. I'll see who it is. Hello, is Mr. Barlow here? Who wants him? I have a message for him. Who's that outside there with the horses? Just a friend of mine. Uh, step in here. I came in to see Mr. Barlow. If he isn't here, why I said, he... step inside. Hey, what's the idea? Now, who are you? That's none of your business. I... Scar, there's a redskin with him. It's the one I saw with that masked man that brought word about Jack Granger. Yeah? Now, where's the masked man? Ask the man outside. Hold a gun on this kid, Scar. I'll do what he says. Get over there in the corner. I can walk without being shot. You'll go faster with help. Watch him, Scar. Hey, you. Redskin. What you want? Come in here. Your young friend might need you. We look for Brian Barlow. Yeah, yeah, we know about that. John, all these Shut up. Get your hands up. What this for? We want to know where that masked man is and why you're looking for Barlow. Who you? Where Barlow's friends? Now, where's the masked man? Well, where Barlow? Redskin, I'm holding the gun. And that makes a difference which one of us answers questions. If Barlow listened to me, he'd have got that masked man out of the way sooner. He'd like to make trouble. You bet he'll make trouble. Well, thanks for telling us. We got orders what to do if he shows himself. Scarred to leave a lamp going in the cellar? Yeah, we figured on doing some work down there. Well, these tools save us the work. It'd be a lot easier to watch them dig than to do it ourselves. What about the horses? We come and get them when these two are tied up. Put the horses in the shed where they'll be hid. You, kid, pull that rug to one side. Why should I? To save yourself a slap in the jaw, that's one good reason. If you want more, I'll tell them to you. Do what I'm saying, Dan. <laughs> there. It's more like it. Now open the trap door. Now, kid, go down those stairs. And remember, I'm right back here with a gun. So don't try any tricks. Bring the redskin. Go ahead, Injun. You heard him. You needn't think you can get away with this. We'll do the worrying about that. Now, I'll ask that question again, redskin. Where's the masked man? Oh, him come by and by. That ain't an answer. Where is he? Oh, him go to Parkersville. Oh, he did, huh? Well, now, that's downright interesting. That's just where Brian Barlow's going. And Barlow left word for us to have a grave dug in the cellar here by the time he got back. <laughs> yeah, looks like we'll need more than one. You two had better start digging. Jim, look at the window. The window? I don't see anything, Abigail. The candle. The candle has gone out. Oh, so it has. I, I, I light it. Jim, it's a bad omen. Our boy needs us. He's in danger. Now, now, He is, honey. I can tell. I know Jack is in danger. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. Bryant Barlow had brought Jack Granger from Parkersville riding most of the night. At dawn, he made a camp. If the Lone Ranger had taken the route around the mountain base, he would have met the two men. But to save time, the masked man had gone to Parkersville by means of a shortcut over the mountain. It was mid-afternoon when he reached the place where Jack had been working. He had replaced his mask with a disguise. Oh, Silver, steady. Easy, easy. No, I'm looking for someone. There's a fellow who works here. Who, Jack? Is that his name? Uh, that's what we call him, as good as any other name. He's the man who had lost his memory, isn't he? That's right. He left here, quit the job and left me. He did? Yep. Here I am, high and dry without a help of him. Makes it pretty hard. Wish I could find a good uh, man. Where'd he go? Well, I don't know that stranger. A friend of his come and got him. Left yesterday afternoon. A friend? Yep. Said he knew where Jack's folks were. He was going to take Jack to him. Did they leave town last night? I reckon so. Jack had some pay coming, but he took a horse instead of the cash. You know him? Well, thanks for the information. Yeah, might ask at the boarding house where Jack lived. They might know more about him there. Thank you. Come on, Silver. <laughs> After resting the horses, Bryant and Jack were about to continue the trip. Did you sleep at all? Oh, not very much. Just dozed a bit. I can't wait to see my parents. Well, it won't be long. How much farther? About nine hours, easy riding. Barlow, you really know my parents? I told you I did. So help me, I, I think I'd kill you if you let me down. Don't worry. Does my name mean anything to you yet? Barlow? No, not a thing. Or the name Granger? Nope. Oh, I've thought of those names ever since we started. <laughs> they don't mean a thing. Well, maybe things will come back when you see your folks. I can I can remember a fire. Then I remember being at the edge of a stream of water. An Indian was washing a bad wound on my head. <laughs> and everything before that's a blank. Well, it's mine. Good. <laughs> I've been ready since we stopped to camp. <laughs> Can't get home any too soon to suit me. Get up there. Get up, boy. The Lone Ranger made no camp. He stopped only when necessary to give Silver a refreshing drink of water, then raced on his way again. Come on, Silver. Ryan might be on the level, but I doubt it. He has a lot to lose if Jack reaches home. powerful stallion responded bravely to the masked man's call for speed. Mile after mile fell behind those flying hooves. Darkness came and still the Lone Ranger shoved on. Meanwhile, Bryant Barlow arrived at his own house with Jack. Oh, oh, steady, oh, boy. Steady. Is this where my folks live? Sure. This mountain, right inside. I wonder if they'll be as glad to see me. Open the door. You go in first. Hi there. Are you my father? <laughs> Barlow, what's he laughing at? You'll find out when you come to. Oh. Oh. 
That got him, Barlow. Carry him to the cellar. Jim, I thought I heard him again. Oh, uh, uh, son? Yes. Oh, Jim, ever since last night when the candle went out, I've been thinking about him. He seems to be so, so close. I know what you mean, Abigail. I felt it, too. What are you doing? I'm going to light a fresh candle. The old one has burned most out. Oh. What hit me? Where am I? Come on, you ain't hurt bad. Pour some more water in his head, Scar. Yeah. My headache. Bryant. Remember me? Did you bring me here? Yeah. I was in the army. There was a fire. Bryant. It's coming back. Granger, that's it. That's my name. Toto, he's remembered. I remember Dad and I remember Mother. I remember them. Where are they, Bryant? I've got to go home. Mom said she'd keep a candle in the window. And she did. She still got it there, Jack. I don't remember you. No, you never knew me, you but... You shut up. I'll give you the facts, Granger. Remember when we were kids? Do you remember that? Kids? In the South? Yes, now I remember. Bryant, everything's coming back. Tell me about my folks. I'll tell you about the time we were kids. The time your folks had so much money and mine had none. Brian. Yeah, you had a fine horse of your own and I didn't. I swore then, Granger, there'd come a day when I'd have more than you. You were friends. Friends? <laughs> friends because you let me ride your horse? Because you gave me some of your toys when you were done with them? You think that makes friends? What's the matter with you? I hated you then. I hated your folks too. I just bided my time till I could have my turn. Now I have it. You see this box? This is full of money. Money I got from your father. I've got all his money. How do you like that? <laughs> you know, wait a minute. Here, who tied me up? My real friends, those two. But you'll be untied in a few minutes. You've got some digging to do. Keep an eye on the three of them, Scar. Right. You come upstairs with me, Butch. I want to talk to you. Coming. I'm glad he got back his memory so he could hear me tell him what I thought of him. You want to close the trap door? Leave it open. We'll be going back below. When was it those two came? The Indian and the kid? Yeah. Last night. The masked man had just started for Parkersville? Yeah. Even without stopping to sleep, he couldn't get back here before tomorrow morning. That's figuring the shortcuts. Yeah. I'm figuring everything. I want to play it safe. There was just one thing that Bryant Barlow didn't figure. He didn't take into account the strength and courage of the mighty Silver or the determination of the Lone Ranger. We've got to keep going, Silver. Just a little more of this hill, and then it will be level again. Now, come on, Silver! masked man knew that every second counted. He knew that Bryant Barlow would not let Jack remain alive. He hoped that Dan and Taro could handle matters until he arrived. But of this, he could not be sure. He kept on through the hours of darkness, counting on Silver's judgment to avoid bad places in the trail.
In the meantime, Jim and Abigail found themselves in the grip of a strained apprehension that made sleep a thing that was out of the question. I suppose you should go to bed and try to sleep. But I'm not a bit tired. All right, Jim. I don't know what's the matter with us. Abigail. Yes? There's something I've got to tell you. What is it, Jim? There's a chance that Jack is alive. Oh, Jim, that's what I've been saying all these years. Oh, oh yes, that's right. Did you just now come to agree with me? Oh, yes, I guess that's it. I don't know where Jack is, but I know he's nearer than he's been at any time since he went to war. I can feel it, Jim. And I seem to feel that he's in danger. I'm afraid. Daylight come in a little while. Tonto, is there any chance for us to get out of this cellar? You three hadn't better count on getting out. Barlow will be down here in just a minute or so. Do you think you and Butch and Barlow can get away with this? I reckon so, kid. Well, you can't. You'll never be found. That's why we had you and the engine make those holes good and deep, Jack. Uh, there's no use straining on those ropes. They won't give. Here comes Barlow now. Look here, Brian. It's one thing to gloat over me, but Dan and Tonto didn't do anything to you. We won't argue that, Jack. This is going to be a big day for you, isn't it, Brian? <laughs> the day I've been waiting for. The minute I've been waiting for. Scar moving to the edge of that hole. Come on. You two can watch and see how he drops. Maybe you could improve on it. You want to be blindfolded, Granger? No. Well, then, get ready. Jim, Jim. Abigail, what's the matter? Jim, I'm afraid. See if you can dodge this bullet. Barlow, the stairs. What the... Tonto, he's here. He must have me. Watch out. I'll get you. You got him. You got him. Steady there, Jack. You're all right. Smashed. Why, you're the one who... Smashed my arm. Yeah, you'll have more than that smashed when I get out of these ropes. Here, rub your hands and restore the circulation. Yeah, yeah. Turn this way, Tonto, and let me cut your ropes. Ah. How'd you get past the guard? I knew Barlow had Jack Granger. I expected a guard when I recognized Victor Twenty in the stable. Then you knew Tonto and I were prisoners. Yes. Otto, one of these men has a broken arm. Yeah, and the other was creased and knocked out, but he isn't badly hurt. Well, the biggest thing is Jack Ranger. He was hit on the head, and it brought back his memory. Now he knows about his folks. It won't be hard to make a case against these crooks, Jack. We'll see that they're turned over to the law. You and your father can file the charges against them. You bet we will. But tomorrow will do for that. You go on home now. Your folks are waiting for you. They've been waiting a long time. Possessed me a little while ago, Jim. I guess I half dozed off to sleep. Are you all right now, honey? Yes, yes, Jim, I am. It's beginning to get gray in the east. You'd better go to bed. It's really very foolish of both of us to sit up all night. Oh, I suppose so. Uh, Jim, is there a door open? Not as I know of, Abigail. I thought I felt a draft. There is a draft. See how the candle is flickering. Mom... Jim, I thought I heard our boy. So did I. You did. I'm here. Jack. Mom. Dad. I've... I've come home. Jim, put out the candle. We won't need it no more. Oh, son. 
and your home. you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Join in the conversation by going to otrwesterns.com slash Discord. And don't forget to send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. This episode is copyright under the attribution, non-commercial, share-like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and again, thanks for listening.